This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Hey everybody, this is Fish. And this is Steve. And this is the ear spoon. Welcome. Hooray. Welcome to it. Thanks. Once again. Wow, we're breaking all kinds of records. After a 13-month hiatus, a couple of vaccine shots later, and here we are face-to-face. Granted, in our bigger Earspoon studio. That's right. And fully naked. Yes, of course. I well, insisted. I never wore pants. I always wore a shirt. Right. That's fair enough. Never never pants. It affects your voice. It does. It does. Who, who needs audience. to be squeezed off down there? Right. It's oh, important oh for the blood to flow everywhere. Exactly. At least that's my opinion. Just not to the brain. Whatever you do, not <laughs> Just to the brain. Get it, cut it all off to the brain, <laughs> you'll be fine. All right, so this is the Ear Spoon. As usual, it's being brought to you by the fine, fine uh, sponsors that we have that we call Mocha Joes. Right. And oddly enough, they call themselves Mocha Joes. And what, are they, and what do they do, Steve? Well, they make all kinds of coffee products, but most importantly, they are focused on fair trade. They're focused on being good local employers. And they're focused on getting you the finest quality coffee you can drink. I could have said it better myself. I drink it every morning. <laughs> every damn morning. Every damn it's morning. It's not morning until I've had my coffee because yeah. I'm completely unaware of what's happened until I've had my coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. All right. So uh, this week's topics for the pod, uh, <laughs> opinions. Uh. What, as my Uncle Frank, for the first time I saw, he's like, he's like hey, uh, Petey. Hand me, uh, hand me one of those clear bottles, <laughs> Miller High Life. <laughs> nice. Hand my yeah. uncle Frank a High Life, and uh, my uncle Frank would drink a few of those, and then he would start with the, you know, opinions are like assholes. <laughs> Everybody has one, and they all stink. <laughs> Right. Nice. Uh, I never heard the all stink part. Oh, no? <laughs> no, I just knew the other part. Well, see, I learn something new every day. See that? Look at that. And when you think about it, there's a certain amount. He was a kind of a poet laureate. Right. He's <laughs> my uncle kind Frank. of in the moment. Letting it it was a, <laughs> but this is how, I mean, like, over in my own dynamic. mind, like the idea of, like, I'm I'm a little sick of everyone's opinions about things. And <clears> I think I'm, a, I'm kind of tired of the effect of opinions on discourse. Now, again- Discourse is lovely. How we work with one another, how we live with one another, right? All worth discussing. But opinion is like to me. Opinion is like, what kind of pizza do you like? You know, what's your favorite music? Not like, how should we treat people? Or how much money should people earn to be okay? Or how do we make sure people's bodies get fixed when they're broken? In that realm, or you know, fascism, or pick your topic. Fascism is that still is that still still fashionable? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. But like the in the realm of opinion, and in the in the age of social media, I'm worn down. I have to admit, I'm worn down. And right now, I'm in Facebook jail for another. I don't even know how many days. Are you really again? Yeah, I told you, didn't I? No. Oh hell yeah! Short story. So. I get out of Facebook jail. Yeah. I come back and Facebook posts a uh, a message to me and says, Steve, we took down a, a, a photo meme that you posted in July of 2020, well, which is, for those who haven't seen, it's a, it's a shot from like the 40s of a kid sticking a fork in a power outlet and it says, you can't tell me what to do. I got rights. Yeah, yeah I love that and one. It's a classic, right? They flagged that one? They flagged it and said, we're concerned about you. 
If you're considering self-harm, here are some resources. Are you for, fucking I'm serious? I'm kidding. Oh, so fuck like, you, Zuckerberg. Jaw, so I'm like, what, I'm a week out of my 30 days in Facebook jail. And I'm like looking at this thing going like, wait, that was last year. That's almost a year ago. And you're saying to me, now you're concerned about me. <laughs> Thank you, algorithm. Uh, <laughs> and so I, so I, I took a screen cap of that message and the top half of that meme so that I wouldn't you know, yeah. repost the meme. Right. And within minutes, boom, you're in jail, dude. 30 days for, you know, whatever, you know, for posting that picture. I, at what point do they just ban you forever? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there are people who I'm learning. That there are people who have been in and out of Facebook jail with great regularity and see it as a, as a source of pride. I am coming back from this to say I am going to keep my Facebook account alive. I'm going to back the fuck away from this evil entity. That oh. I, and not because of how they treated me, but if you've not seen the social dilemma, well, that's ridiculous. not read these things, Zuckerberg, you know, and, and all of this stuff, this is, and again, to, to be clear, I had zero recourse. Right. There was no, can I talk to you about this? There was no, well, you're no, just, you're, 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 you're talking to, you're talking to artificial intelligence, right. first it's, of so all. So this is the, and it's, for me, it's like, I don't want to participate in this anymore. Anyway, but to bring it back to the theme, which is like one of the things that I, as we've talked about regularly, hello, hello, mm-hmm. wow, old fashioned. Pick up that rotary dial, will you? Friend? That's it. That's <laughs> that's my mom's nineteen seventy two telephone calling. <laughs> Put the sixteen foot cord. We were spoiled. <laughs> you talk about your white privilege. Wow, fancy pants. <laughs> Ooh. But I've, I've had just about enough of. Not just everyone's opinion, but my own, you know, and like this idea, like, ah, you know what that is, you know, that's just a bunch of da da da. da. And I'm I'm realizing that in social media and in the world at large, everybody's a pundit, and everybody's full of shit. You so know? let me let me let me do this. Is it interesting? So yesterday I got a phone call on my phone. Right. This is it, it. Didn't start out as an opinion. It just started out as when these things happen. I really feel like an urge, and this is how I use social media. Mm. I got a call uh, from Amazon Prime. I saw this from Facebook jail. So go on. Oh, you, oh, you can still see things. Oh, I, yes, I see things from behind oh. the partition. Okay, um, and and they were confirming my four hundred ninety nine dollar purchase, which right. I clearly didn't make a four hundred ninety nine right. dollar purchase. To fucking Jeff Bezos, um, and uh, and if uh, if I hadn't, I can be hitting one, be transferred to the cybersecurity center. At which oh. point the scam starts, right? Yeah. So I posted that, and I was like, "Listen, just pay attention. If you know, if you know you didn't, just hang up." Just walk away from it, because if you did, uh, any credit card will back you. Okay, so I posted it, and it and it garnered this opinion, which you'll probably agree with. Every time I bought something from Amazon, this uh, person says, uh, the emails and the scams start rushing in. They must be selling our information to everyone. Oh. That's how they undercut the mom and pop stores that are going uh, that are going under because of them. Amazon is evil, and I do everything in my power not to purchase from that site. Right. Okay. I'm, I 100% agree. Okay, so except for the selling stuff. <laughs> so here, yeah, I don't think that they're doing that, but maybe, maybe they are. Anyway, so, uh, so a lady weighs in and says, "I don't think these scams have anything to do uh, with any of these things. Items purchased from Amazon. I buy a lot, L, uh, capital L O T, from them, and I only received a couple of scam emails uh, in the past few months." The scammers' uh, targets are, are quite random, and why do you think they are evil? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Enter my can opinion. I this one? Can I have my opinion? <laughs> Let me have my opinion. Jeff Bezos' net worth is $188 billion, making him the richest man in the world. When he divorced, the settlement made his ex-wife, his now ex-wife, the 21st richest person in the world. His company doesn't pay a living wage and could uh, likely double everybody's pay without affecting his checkbook. He, uh, he doesn't. Uh, that, to me, alone equates in evil. All right. And you can include Whole Foods and all the other things he's bought. Right. I'm just we're just talking about that. We're just talking about Amazon at the moment. Right. right? But you're absolutely right. He can. With, um, so meanwhile, try shopping a little less at Amazon and more with your local mom and pop because, quite frankly, they'll sponsor your little league team. Well done. You know. Uh, and uh, when's the last time you've seen Amazon do that? It's coming. Right. So <laughs> she, if you shop Amazon Smile. Like they're doing anybody a fucking favor. So if you do you know about Amazon, Amazon Smile? Amazon Smile is a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. So Amazon Smile uh, will allow you to select a local charity for them uh, to donate three percent or something back to. Okay, so I am uh, I'm I'm basically saying that you know, and I, I just I just left it because yes, you know th- this is this is where the opinion thing walk is um, is is not is not going to work out. No. Right. So yeah. I'm just going to go back and forth with this person. So I just let it die. And that's, I think, what I keep coming back to is like, especially, you know, in, in, I remember I was talking recently about uh, if you had an opinion, and I don't know if I've let you know this, but I've always had opinions and I don't mind sharing them. What? Yeah. Um, Do you get so s- sick of having opinions? The only option that one would have would be a letter to the editor, you know, or radio, if you were lucky what? enough to have a local talk show. <laughs> What have you? Um, just sort of venture spleen, as it were. For me, having had having written many num- uh, numerous letters to the editor and having had a, a talk show, um, having that opportunity to express yourself uh, can be very valuable, and to make space for other people to express themselves as well is also valuable. But I've reached the point now. I think some of this comes from just you know the the the, the torrent of social media, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, of like, you know what? I don't care what anybody thinks anymore. And I don't know if that's just me reaching the point where I think that the freaking species is doomed and let's just have a good time and fuck it. Um, or if it's just that it's just an absolute cacophony of everyone in the, in the gymnasium screaming at the same time. Right. Like, I don't, I, you know, you may have the smartest thing to say in the whole wide world, but in, you know, in the din that is created with, you know, 8 billion people screaming into the void, I just don't know if we can actually discern anymore. I don't know if we can actually glean from that and harvest, if you will, the smart parts, right. the wisdoms, the the pearls, the ways forward. And I keep, you know, kind of narrowing my focus on sources, both institutional sources and individuals. This is more Twitter, but to you know, go where people are fresh thinkers about things and, and, and concise in how they get things across. And I dare say, evidence-based for fuck's sake. Is that not a thing? No, it's like, not a thing anymore. It never has been a thing. It uh, never has been a thing. Evidence-based shit has never been a thing. Because if my opinion is that Amazon sucks and your opinion is, which it's not, I'm just using you as an example, as the only person in the room. Right. Uh, that Amazon is the greatest thing since sliced fucking bread. Yeah. 
and and I can present my evidence, you can present your evidence, and to us, those things will be 100% correct. And that doesn't, I mean, you know, it's like having a uh, an argument over whether beer is carbonated or not. Right. You know, if you're going to, if somebody is going to step in and say it's not, and I'm going to say, but, you know, psh, when you open the, it yeah. and here's the proof and they're going to go, yeah, no, you're wrong. But then this is, again, to bring it back to the, to the, you know, the meat of the matter, you know, we're talking about and are con- constantly talking about quality of life for a lot of people. Right. Globally, nationally, et cetera, and how things are going on a daily basis for people. And this pontificating and this like, oh, well, I had this idea. You know, unless you're an expert, you know, and that's not, I, mm, let me, I retract that because expert thinking is, is also ruling out, you know, regular folks and regular working folks have some pretty smart ideas too. But the idea that everybody stepping up has to have their opinion valued, no, you don't. You just don't. And when we have 8 billion people screaming into the same megaphone, it just becomes a big freaking scream at some point. And I've reached the point now where, like, social media and otherwise, like, I don't even want to know. And now, and you'll, we're being oldish people. <laughs> I remember when the news, let's not be naive about it, but for the most part, the news, television news, what have you, recited information about no, what had occurred. It never did. And it ended there. Not like the spin or like, let's run that through the what we think about that factory right. or let's have pundits left or right who tell you, let's do some news analysis. Fuck your news analysis. Leave it. Leave it. You know, you know I remember the old. Um, so this is what when we are trying to figure out what's going on in the world, we watch the PBS News Hour. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty dry. You know, it, it is basically here's what happened. Yeah. And, and then here's the next thing that happened. And here's the next thing that happened. And, you know, and no, we don't. And it doesn't end with the 13-year-old kid from Austin, Texas, who Mm. started a lemonade stand to help cure cancer. (laughs) You know, I mean, (laughs) even though those stories are very nice and they have their place on the planet. Sure, sure. You know, I just, just let me know what happened. Fuck all the opinion. Jesus Christ. But also what's covered matters because, you know, the, you know, petroleum industry and others that that sponsor the major news outlets are less the larger journalistic outlets, you know, they have a vested interest and in what gets covered. And I dare say white supremacy also suggests what systems, what countries, what issues, what topics get covered right. and things that are actually really, really important. For example, how long has Flint, Michigan been without potable water? Oh, stop. You know, water. like where the, why is that not the front page story of every newspaper every day until it's fixed? It's like, man, you know, it just gets like, look, a Kardashian did a thing, you know, and this is, I mean, I'm, did they still, are they still doing things? The Kardashian freaking no. How did that ever, ever be a thing? Famous but, for being famous. Right. So, I mean, this is what I mean. Like, so like when the news is also a disappointment because news is, is no longer you know, like, here's the information, make of it what you will. Um, and we're, you know, really basically being presented nuggets of information embedded in an opinion crust. <laughs> And that to me is, you know, it's, that's the condition of things. And then you go to social media and every person who breathes air can have an opinion about whatever it is. So, for example, like here locally um, up in Putney, I think you may remember um, the local folks petitioned and won permission from the town to paint Black Lives Matter in front yeah, of us. Yeah, and it keeps getting vandalized. And it keeps getting vandalized by people. And like, 
you know, again, that, you know, just one example I'm pulling out of the air, but like, it's astonishing to me to watch people in a public forum step up and say, for all intents and purposes, is my spin on it. Like, yep, I'm a racist. Racism's okay. Fuck you. <laughs> right, yeah. And like, again, free speech, they yeah. can say that. But like, when this is the quality of opinion, and when this is, again, I, I, I made that a lot more uh, succinct because we save a lot of words. Sure, you know, words are Poorly important. spelled words for that matter. Um, but people's opinions about things rule the day in a way that facts information wish they could, you know? And I think until we return to some semblance of like, well, at least we're all agreed on the idea that facts and evidence are more important than our feelings. Until then, it's just it's just swirling down the porcelain as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, I mean, it just, uh, you get exhausted. I get exhausted having an opinion, you know? <laughs> I've not known you to have opinions. Yeah, I know. I, you know, well, you're asked. To, I mean, you as a as a as a personality in this community and in the work that you do, you're you're asked to be opinionated. Well, you know, and I, and I'm asked to sit on steering committees that offer opinion. Right. And and let's face it. I mean, there is a place on the planet for opinion. Oh, absolutely. Be, because I think that through some, you know, genuine opinion, not just fucking like uh, informed opinion. I yeah, think you know. Say. I mean, this is this is what I. This is and usually when I form an opinion, I'm like, listen, here's this is only coming from one example, from one thing, but here's how it got resolved. I don't know if that applies here, but here's the my experience. Right. And and this is my opinion, granted based on one. Or I could say, listen, four hundred times this is the way this gets resolved. Right. And 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 give that opinion. But you know, I mean they, you know, they, there are just things that, that I know that I think will work one way or another. But you also offer them into the kitty rather than saying, do this, this is the way. If you don't do this, you're a loser. You're a fucking jerk. Right. So you, I mean, like like healthy people do, say, hey, I have an experience and a perspective. I'd like to share it here. Please use it in whatever way is helpful. Rather than, this is the only way to think about this. If you don't think about things this way, there's something severely wrong with you, and I'll have nothing to do with you. I just, which is what we see. In social I know, media. I know, I know, I know. I, you know, as we as we do this podcast every week in 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 the in the Green Mountain State, a wonderful state to reside in, mm-hmm. Vermont. Agreed. Um, and through COVID, we talked about this phenomenon early on. People who were in New York. We're basically going online, going, I like that house, add to cart, purchase now. Yes. Well, I don't even need to see it. We'll figure out where, we'll figure out if my couch fits in there when I get there. All right. And that's the way they were doing it. They just were trying to get out of the cities and up to some place where they could breathe clean air. 100%. So this has brought a lot of what I call resource rich people into our area. And, 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 and they are. And, but people are not comfortable with that necessarily. Right. And sometimes justifiably so, but most of the times it's just based on ignorance and, and, right. and fear of the outsider. Fear right. Of the new. Right. Right. So I, I, uh, I, I hosted a, a seminar, um, yeah, more of a talk really, mm-hmm. uh, with a panel mm-hmm. and where we talked about, Oh, I didn't know about this. Oh yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. 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 Um, 
and and we had about I don't know, but maybe about a hundred people in attendance. And and I moderated this whole thing, and I pointed questions at people. We had somebody from uh, from a chamber of commerce. We had somebody from uh, the school. We had somebody from an economic development board. We had uh, who am I missing? Um, and and we were like, all right. So how does this impact people? I mean, what are you seeing? You know what what is it that uh, you know that so local tensions flare? Yeah, and sure. that's one opinion. Uh, all these new people are are trying to do is just assimilate. So allow them to assimilate because truth be told, uh, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, but Vermonters don't do everything right. What? Right now. What? I know. What's next? I, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but you know, it was just, it was, so it was their opinion. The, the overriding opinion is how do you get people to kind of calm down? Yeah. And I think soci- sociologically, we understand that introducing the new, you know, the Auslander, the outsider, um, in many circumstances is actually, you know, it goes back into the, you know, in the animal kingdom, et cetera. It's a common point of conflict and concern. Right. Um, if your default response is all new bad must kill it, um, that's, you know, that's a problem. You know, sure. And it has presented itself in many different ways in this world over the years. But I think, you know, again, we've been having this conversation about this uh, man who's been coming into town and buying up a lot of things. Right. He has a lot of money. And, like, I am a little horrified, again, as a guy who's sort of an anti-capitalist and concerned about, you know, well-funded people, et cetera, I think it's reasonable to be wary of new and suddenly buying up newspapers and buying up this. Yeah. At the same time, it's like wary is different than paranoid and hostile. Right. Like, I don't know this guy. I don't know him at all. I, he could be the greatest guy on the face of the <laughs> exactly earth. Exactly right. You and know, honestly, I, from my experience, I'm reading from people who are working with him, that he sounds like a pretty decent dude. Right. You know? So putting all that aside... The, the the social media conversation I'm seeing happening is horrifying. Yeah, it really it's is horrifying. You know, and I know what it's based on an article where maybe he said something aloud that maybe is just that's the focal point, but that's how we do it, right? It's kind of how we do it. Yeah. yeah so. And unfortunately, well, again, we can say this in the context of Trumps and other things where like the focus becomes the like, you know, I have the the top layer of understanding of this, so therefore I'll act upon it. I read the headline. Therefore, I I'm an expert now. Article. I read the headline. I read right. the bold print. And like, so I think, you know, again, this we're saying this from a, a state that considers community to be a, a currency here. Yep. And your involvement with and your, your acceptance into community, so to speak, is deeply valuable. If people are moving from afar, from away, as we say here, yeah. to here, you're smart. It's yeah. It's a great place. Yeah. You know? Uh, for, so for people living here, like, I don't want anything to change. I, they're going to wind up, like, we have a housing shortage in this area. That's a reasonable concern. I don't want to crap on anybody's, it's hard. Yep. Like, I'm, you know, I'm hoping my son moves here. I've got to find a place for him, you know. Um, I get that this is a reality, but at the same time, we're asking people to come enrich our community. We're asking this to be a place open to We'll call them immigrants, for lack of a better term, just Ooh. to make the point. Let's just right? go with refugees. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, well, you, you could be a, new, a refugee from New York City if you've like had about enough of that, and you want to go live. <laughs> Where in the are you woods. from, son? Queens. Ooh. <laughs> right. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry about that. Eh. Um, all I'm saying is, I you know I think um, again, it's reasonable to be, you know, on your guard and not right. to be naive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But at the same time, if people want to come enrich an area 
and don't know the area, make them welcome. That's what I call them. That's why, you know, in this in this thing that I moderated, I, I called them resource-rich people. And that's how we, you know, yeah. and it's not that we, you know, it's it's not a money thing. It's just like no. they have different resources. They have different ways to look at things. And this is how we grow. Right. And but then, even but- though I'm sick of having an opinion, I'm sick of hearing people's opinions, there are things that we have to listen to. Right. And, and I have to say, as somebody who's been here 23 years and didn't grow up here, uh, you know, A, don't ever call me a flatlander. Don't ever. Only the Abenaki can call anybody anything, <laughs> like, in that regard. Right. We're all immigrants here. We're all benefiting from uh, racism, basically. Basic, you know, a, a takeover of this land. That's so, just your uh, opinion. Uh, yeah, right. So all, but all I want to say though is, you know, I'm here. Other people coming from away are here. Many of the people I know are, you know, I don't know what the percentage would be. Like I know plenty of people who grew up here. Yep. I've been here long enough to have many friends who are Vermonters through and through. But then somebody will say like, "Well, your great grandfather didn't grow up here, so they're really flatlanders." Like, uh, you, you know the old joke, right? The, the old joke where uh, the <clears throat> the woman said. Uh, you know the you know uh, one uh, centennial passes away. A a a, a new, right. new York centennial passes away. She moved here when she was one. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. You know that kind of thing. Right. So New York though forever. Yeah, New Yorker. God right. damn. So New I mean Yorker. again, opinions are great. Yeah. Sharing what's on your mind is great, but you know let's also be aware that like you know words and ideas have impact, and if we're going to be operating in the world and trying to enhance things towards the better. Um, I, I'll say it from my point of view. I'm feeling less inclined to be sniping at things personally. I'm trying not to. Like I said, that's why I stopped that that Facebook conversation. I was just, nope, I'm not. Don't fucking talk to me about Amazon Prime. Like 3% of other people's fucking money, right. not Jeff Bezos' right. money, is are, are going to, to donate money back to my charity. Like that's going to save the day. I appreciate it. They don't have to do it. Right. I acknowledge right. that the effort that is made to do it is genuine. But you have to go to that site. You have to remember right. to go to that site each and every time. Yeah, anyway. and the system is just too disgusting, you know, for it to even have, you know, you just participating in it is Jeff Bezos, for example, there's a you can follow it on Twitter. There's a website for it. I can't remember the exact name, but for somewhere between twenty and forty billion dollars, he could solve World hunger. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is worth $188 billion. He would hardly be affected by that in any measurable way and could end world hunger. Let me emphasize, end world hunger for a pittance of his worth. And his ex-wife, his ex-wife has been just giving billions away. Well, yeah, that's, it's ill-found money as far as I'm concerned. So good for her. But she doesn't have to give it away. Nope. So let let I mean, all right. You can't hate on everybody. I mean, even though no, no, no I'm not hating on her. I mean, it's the right move. But when yeah. people say, "Well, Bill Gates is so generous," it's like you know, when you look at the percentage of what these giveaways are, it's like flipping a quarter to somebody. Come right. On. Yeah. You know, like if you really want to be impressive as a as a philanthropist, well, she's give done away ninety percent like, of it. She's she's done something like giving away like four and a half billion. Fantastic. What's she worth? Oh, and, and like fifty-eight billion. And I don't think people. Can yeah, but you know, so so th- th- there's a difference between liquid and actual assets, I understand. right? Yeah, so, yeah. 
Um, well, let's let, let's be fair. Yeah. I mean, if if forty billion dollars are just tied up in assets, then never mind. I'm trying yeah, to do that with it. a straight face. I get it. All right, let's end it where my uncle Frank began. Opinions <laughs> are like assholes. Everybody <laughs> has one, and they all stink. I've been Fish. <laughs> I've been Steve. And this is the Ears Boom, brought to you by Mocha Joe's. Right. Talk to you next week. Cheers. Quite possibly. This is Earspoon, your home for the stuff you're thinking anyway. Wow.